Greetings, dear ones. I'm crying of magnetic service. And my partner opens the door. And in the action of his spiritual intent, there is a meld that occurs. The conduit of communications on this planet called channeling is not that difficult to understand for it is not something you would call possession. <laughs> it is a meld between the human being's higher self and that energy on what you call the other side of the veil that would communicate. And the bias of the human being would like to assign a personality to whatever comes through. Not understanding that that is not the way it works. I speak to you now through my partner's mind. All of his experiences in language and thought all brought together right now. So that as I project to him the thought groups that I wish to show, it gets linearized into language, his language, and given to you. But by his allowance of the process, another energy is created. A quantum energy, that is to say, a multi-dimensional energy is also present here. And the multi-dimensional energy that is present is one that is not audible. But you can feel it. In a multi-dimensional sense, there is no time. Therefore, anyone listening to this or reading it will receive that energy if they wish to receive it. And if they give intent for the process, it will be just as fresh to them as it is to you. And so we say it again to you long after this particular meeting on your clock, long after that, long after it is finished, there will be those involved in this meeting. <laughs> in what you call the recordings or the transcriptions. And to them it will be now. Like to you, it is now. And because of that, we see the potentials of who they are. And so there is more here than meet the eye, dear one. A lot more. I want to give you some information. The information is about why you're here. If we could give this in its simplistic form, it is about Gaia. It is about the energy of Earth. 
It is about those who would come from the creative source itself, which you call God, and come to this planet lifetime after lifetime in order to give the potential of this planet changing its energy completely. And that potential is normally reached within 300,000 years of seeding. The seeding is that which we have called what you received from the Pleiadians. The creation story itself. At that point in time where humanity was given the freedom to know of dark and light. When they can, in their own DNA, claim that there is a peace of God. Planet after planet has been given the opportunity. And you are in its infancy. The last time we sat with you, we discussed some of the human attributes that you have to get past in order to move into this shift cleanly. Sometime before that, we told you of how young you are, that the human race against all odds is very, very young when the earth is so old. We told you the earth and the galaxy are all the same age. We told you that there are others. Life that has been in existence, even in an ascension status, thousands of years before the microbes started on the planet Earth. The time schedule is just about right. For you have been approximately 200,000 years from seeding. And now you move into this energy shift. So we now discuss what is new, what is coming and different in an esoteric way. You've spent all of this time, human being, to get to the point where you realize that a high consciousness is a possibility for the planet. Not all of you as human beings will see this, but the old souls do. A slow movement toward a planet without war. A slow agreement about the wisdom of how to proceed environmentally. The addition of new inventions that will enhance humanity's ability to have fresh water anytime they want and amass enough energy so that even in the coldest winters there will be no shortage and no grid loss. These are the things we told you that are coming. But let us talk of the esoterics, for they change as well. What is the goal? You are not here to live lifetime after lifetime as an experiment. There is no experiment here. This is a plan. There is a system. And the system has this planet coming to fruition 
where human nature itself will change. Where DNA itself will change, not the chemistry you can measure. But the energy that creates that which you call the Merkaba. The quantum part of the human being that shines in a dark place. The peace of God that is in you, that starts to become active. And in the process, the human being starts to think differently. That promotes itself through birth of humans to a place where the young replace the old and new consciousness then is more prevalent than old. And that is what you are going through. You approach 21 December which is the midpoint all over the earth as it occurs all over the earth time zone by time zone as the solstice that marks the midpoint of the 36 year alignment and the next 18 are critical and this is where it gets esoteric what is the goal what is the mechanism how does it work and so we want to review with you that which is the crystalline grid. It is part of how humanity communicates with Gaia. And it's not necessarily in real time. It's cumulative and it's not linear. Let me explain. We have told you about a grid of the planet which is what we would call crystalline. We have told you this is not something that you can see, but it exists. It is a multi-dimensional grid that covers the very dirt of the earth, all of it. It's in your feet now. It's wherever you walk. You might, sell, you might say it is a shell that remembers. Crystalline substances in geology are the only known substances to your science that can hold vibration. And so the metaphor of the crystalline grid is a grid that holds memory and energy. And the energy that it holds best and what it was designed for is everything a human being does. The planet responds to you. The consciousness of humanity is imbued into the grid every single day by your actions. Everything you do has energy. It seems like for millennia, thousands of years, these energies that you have created have all been the same. History repeats itself, war repeats itself. It seems like government repeats itself, greed repeats itself. Until now. And this is where the shift begins. Where you're starting to see in your daily lives the products 
of the shift. The children are changing. Governments are changing. Regular human beings awakening to a shift that is before them where they change the very essence of how they live. The governments currently that are falling are ones that have been here for a very long time. The leaders in total and complete denial holding out to the very end to face death and they do. Not for a moment believing that it's actually happening. That's how different it is. They, the ones before them and the ones before them, all had the same kind of control. There was a stability in the old energy. And that is changing. It etches itself onto the crystalline grid, dear ones. Those of you who sense energy, when you stand in a battlefield that is fresh, and it's only several hundred years old. What do you feel? Those of you who sense the energy, you feel the emotion, do you not? Perhaps you feel the sorrow, some even the release of death. Much goes on. The crystalline grid at your feet as you stand in the battlefield knows it all. It was there and nothing kept it from being recorded. Everything you do gets recorded. But up till now, the things that got recorded were those things with the most emotion. If there was an emotional event on the planet, those who sense these things can go and stand where it happened and feel it. Quite often that's mass death. Sometimes it's joy. But it's been emotionally driven. So you might say that's the caliber. That's the measurement. In that soup of emotion is compassion. Compassion is the catalyst of enlightenment for the planet Earth. We have told you this before. Humans sometimes come in just to be part of an event that creates compassion. And the whole earth feels it and the whole earth is changed because of it. All of it goes into the crystalline grid. If you look at the cumulative emotional impact of the crystalline grid, you will have then the energy of Gaia at the moment. History weighs upon it. Now this is what is changing. And this communication between humanity and Gaia is changing. And this is what I want to show and tell. As you change your dimensional perception of who you are, that means as you take on more of the dimensionality of your higher self, it changes the rules. <laughs> this rule change is the catalyst for Earth's very ascension in the future. 
there will still be those, including old souls and light workers, who will stand and say, this cannot change because. And they're going to give a list, an old laundry list of rules. Overpopulation, they'll say. Pollution, they'll say. And they'll give the list of all the things that you've experienced in the old energy that are issues and problems today. And they won't have a bearing tomorrow. How do I tell you this? If you have an enlightened population, if there is more wisdom, you will have solutions to the unsolvable. You don't know what you don't know. If you live in a black and white earth, and all of a sudden the kids start coming in in color, <laughs> how do you think it's going to look to them or you? For they will see the things you never did, and you will see them as odd and strange. And that's what's happening. The very earth starts to change how it works because you're changing you. Let me tell you one of them. This crystalline grid of yours has piled up all of these events of humanity and recorded them. And then this is the energy of the planet. And it's been driven by feelings, by emotions, by death, by love, by joy, by compassion. Now I'm going to give you something that is starting to change. As you change you, Gaia responds and starts to also become multidimensional itself. The crystalline grid is going to change how it remembers things. The first thing, it's no longer going to be linear. Now that means that what you believe is something that adds to itself. When you pile things in a pile, they weigh more. The things on the bottom were first, the things on the top were last, and that is linear. That goes away suddenly the crystalline grid starts to clean itself because it now is responding to light and dark instead of emotion. Now here's what happens. Light worker, we have told you that less than one half of one percent of this planet has to awaken in order to have the entire planet change. We have told you that one half of one percent of the planet are old souls. That's who sits in the room here now. That's who listens to this now. And that's who reads. And you are the ones who have this ability to impact the crystalline grid in a greater fashion that has ever been impacted before. Everything you do, the grid will see. And the old energy, no matter how emotional, will not have an effect. It starts to explain some of the radical attitudes 
you're beginning to see with old energy bastions. I want my partner to explain this better. The old energy on this planet has gotten used to certain things, including the way the crystalline grid works. Old energy, which some of you call dark, likes the fact that the crystalline grid remembers things that are negative. That gives it importance. That's going away. And it doesn't like it. You see, there is a consciousness of dark and light. There is an old balance of dark and light. But when it starts to shift because light workers become brighter, the dark objects. This is all metaphoric to energies on this planet, and I will tell you, you will see the diehards against all common sense. There will be those who will take the old energy to their grave. Yelling and screaming, not believing that that which is around them is shifting and turning so greatly. You'll see it in government, you'll see it in politics, you'll see it in banking, you'll see it in insurance, you'll see it in mortgages. All filled with the old way things work. All of it. This is what is responsible for the economics that this country is having at the moment. <laughs> for the issues of those on the other side of the ocean who try their best to put together unequal economies in a union of togetherness so that they will not war anymore. And there are issues. And the old energy will fight the issues. And there will be those who say they will not survive, but they will. Crying, you, you talk in metaphors. I don't want to. I want to give you the basics. Let's put it this way. There was a measuring scale at one time called Earth, and it measured everything in lead. And today it measures it in gold. The crystalline grid is starting to awaken and be responsive to light instead of emotion. A battle can occur and it won't see it. It doesn't care. Gaia itself won't care. It won't respond. You know what happens when a war doesn't get an attention? <laughs> Pretty soon there's no reason for it. And that's what we're saying. Only the things that make a difference to light on the planet will go into the crystalline grid and measure itself as different. It will not see dark. It will not see emotion. The things that had the most impact on human nature in the past that you would remember more than anything else, death, sorrow, murder, It's not going to matter. Oh, it'll still be there. But it's not something you're going to want to hear about, dear one. Stand by for that. There's going to be a day when you go to your news and you're going to expect the Good News Channel. 
And when they tell you something awful that happens, you're going to turn it off. Because it doesn't suit the magnificence of God inside you. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is catchy. <laughs> Human nature itself will shift. And drama will not hold the key that drives the earth anymore. That's the new news. That's a difference in the way you communicate with the planet. Total and complete difference. That's what we wanted to tell you. What are you going to make of this? What are you going to do next? Let me show you the profundity of this. There are those in the room with puzzles. And you don't know what to do with them. And you're waiting for the synchronicity, for the intuitive answers, which we're going to talk about tomorrow. <laughs> I just told my partner what we're doing tomorrow. He loves that. <laughs> and in the process, of the way you work with spirit, dear ones, you become self-balancing. This means that no matter how unbalanced you become in 3D, spiritually there is a trigger that will create a self-balance chemically to return. You are self-balancing. That's what an old soul does. When you start to solve the problem you came in with today, whether it's health, whether it's relational, whether it's life purpose, as these things start to be solved, they create light. This is a metaphor. The solution of your problems using the multi-dimensional source you have within, which is creator source, creates another energy. Solution creates light. There's the engine of light. It's with you solving your problems. And this light is immediately seen by the crystalline grid. It goes into the grid and it changes the planet incrementally in a way it never did before. So as you leave this place making decisions that are going to enhance your life, enhance others around you, and create peace wherever you walk, you are creating light that the planet knows about and is seeing. And this dear human being should make you stand a little taller. That's what you're here for. That's your goal. No matter what you thought you were supposed to do, everything you do is about that. We've said it before. Sometimes we give human beings things to do to keep them busy. <laughs> and you think it's your goal. <laughs> your goal is to exist and love God. That's your goal. And in the process, you have marriages and children. There is sorrow, there is death. In the process, there are books that are written, friends that come and go. In the process. 
and none of those things are goals. All of those are opportunity to create light, do you see? And the old soul is the one who can do it because you're self-balancing. That is your instinct when you arrive. You know God is inside. You know there is help there. You know intuitively of your seed biology and the love of those who came first. All of those things inbred in you create a human being that can do what no other human being can do at this point in time. And you sit in front of me. And you're listening and you're reading. Corporally, the room is filled with you. And it isn't any wonder that we wash your feet, that we come into this place in a congratulatory mode, that there were those here whose colors you could see last night before you ever opened the doors and turned on the lights. The room is all warmed up for tomorrow. And the pastor will know it. <laughs> when she stands at the platform, she'll know it. That the love of God is even stronger in her church because of what the light workers did the day before. Because the crystalline grid under your feet changes as you sit and acknowledge who you are, your life's purpose, and the goal of creating light with every step. It starts to change, dear ones. That is what a multidimensional planet in ascension does. It's going to take a long time. But now you've created the ladder where there was none before. You start to build the bridge where there none existed before. Do not fear what comes next, for there are those energies that wish to pull you back who have no idea the amount of light that can push you forward. They're blind to light. They'll scream and yell and go into their own demise in total denial. But you're an old soul and you've seen that before. That's cryptic and needs to remain so. And so, dear ones, all is well. Can you look at your life now and say that? All is well. Can you believe that there is purpose behind your life? Young person and senior, it makes no difference because you will swap positions soon. <laughs> it's what you do. And you're not going to miss the end, I'll tell you that. All of you are coming back. This is what we see, dear family, because we've seen it before. This is a routine that you have felt many times, but never on this planet called Earth. And that's the way it is today. And so it is. <laughs>